0: Episode of Yeah, We Read It, the podcast where me and my best friend are reading young adult novels from our childhood, that youth, our youth time that we had. That's we concise. had that we had, had, had that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no one can take that away from us. Exactly. My
0: name's Laura, and I'm one of
1: the hosts. My name's Maggie, and I'm the other child and of former, we, child the former child, former <laughs>
0: child, <laughs> former child, brand new adult, <laughs> now host, now host. host.
1: Wow, I, I, love, I love that pipeline. Art. Yeah. yeah.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> um, you all are joining us for part two of Hunger Games, the first in the Hunger Games trilogy. We last left off, PETA had just admitted to Caesar Flickman. That he had a crush on Katniss, and Ooh. it was really
1: embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. She looked at the ground, didn't betray any emotion. She had a yeah. little blushy. And so we're picking up this episode immediately following that when they get back up
0: onto their twelfth floor penthouse condo, and Katniss is pissed.
1: Yeah, audience, you were wondering, is there gonna be cummies? But no, Katniss no is here. No cummies. Katniss pushes Pita into an urn.
0: Yeah, oh, and he, boy, and he like both of his hands get cut up from it,
1: which sucks because they're going into the arena tomorrow. Which also makes me wonder,
0: how hard did she push him? I know. And also, what was this urn made out of?
1: And who died for their love? Oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Jesus, Jesus is, was in the urn. Yeah, yes. this is ashes. Oh no. It has-
0: could you imagine the at- urn just filled with someone's dead ashes? There's a
1: subplot where it's a curse. Jesus has cursed them to be oh star cross lovers. They're,
0: oh, they're cursed to be lovers. It's Except not
1: fate. we're going to find out. That,
0: you know, it like Katniss a little bit more. Uh, but... Katniss is pissed off because she thinks that, you know, Peeta is making her look weak, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And
1: Hamish is like, shut up, you
0: stupid bitch. He helped you. Yeah,
1: Hamish really drives the knife into an open wound by saying that he made you look desirable because... Katniss, honey, you're as romantic as dirt. Yeah. He was Loves like, that line. He was like, babe, you did
0: terrible in that interview. And she's like, I thought I did fine. He was like, Yeah, but we don't need fine. We need someone who did good. All you did was twirl around like a little like giddy school child. Yeah. And then she was like, Yeah, I get that looks really dumb.
1: We have a little moment where Katniss pauses and you realize from the get this is gonna be ugh, unfortunately a very um not well distributed power because peta likes her and after a little bit she goes well do you think that i could have been in love with him too given how i reacted and i was like okay well
0: and then Pita's like she's too busy worried about her boyfriend and then she immediately blushes again because he's talking about gail yeah who she can't stop thinking about
1: and this is where the seeds begin to get settled Slanted. planted. Planted. <laughs> the seeds are we sown. We got there. We got there. That's what's
0: important. Um, But she apologizes. and She's like, okay, whatever. Thank you, PETA, for helping me. PETA goes and gets medical attention. Yeah. Um, And tomorrow's game day. Like, yeah. it's it. And it's like, for me, it feels so, like, it must feel so weird being contested in this because you've just had, like, this, like, fever dream of, like, lush, posh lifestyles and events, and suddenly, like, now you're just going to battle. Like, bye, have fun.
1: Now you're just going to battle. These two have very distinct differences when it comes to going to battle. we know pete is a sensitive boy yeah and the day before they cannot sleep that night Who no could? you're about to yeah. die and like Hamish, before they like
0: go off to bed he's like here's the one thing of advice don't go to the cornucopia which is like a golden trumpet shaped thing like you know at thanksgiving time in the middle mm-hmm. with all the supplies because everyone makes a mistake of trying to do that and it's just a bloodbath so he's like literally run find water and, of course, they're like, ooh, 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 this is happening. So, of course, like you said, they can't sleep.
1: They can't sleep. She goes and finds Peta also on the roof, kind of contemplating things. And Peter says something that was very sweet and resonated with me, that he wants to somehow stay human in there. He wants yeah. to show the Capitol that they don't own him. And Katniss, is when she started getting on my nerves, she's being like a bitch. She's like, what, you're not going to kill someone? And he's like, of course, when it comes down to it, yes, but, like, I don't want to show that they own me. Yeah. And, like,
0: it also kind of, i at least I read this in the conversation, it just seemed like PETA is going in ready to die. Like, he's given up. He's really given up. And Katniss, again, pissed off because she wants him to fight.
1: Yeah. Because she's like, you deserve to live. But it's like, babe, there can only be one. There can only be one, and... You scored an eleven, and he he knows how qualified you are.
0: Yeah, and then we also um, we peppered this throughout the beginning, but we also highlight here that sometimes the game makers will rig the games because they were talking about an older um, broadcast of the Hunger Games where a man from District Six started eating the people he was killing. Yeah, and they were and like, "This we can't." And show they were like, this. "We can't let this guy win." And like, yeah, so Peta's like basically worried if he kills someone, he'll become a monster like that Mm, so again honestly a fair concern like I would be worried how killing someone would change me
1: yeah, and that's really, truly the last. I just pictured you going.
0: I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't picture that. How someone would kill me? You know, like how you, you, wouldn't. You wouldn't be worried how it would change you if you killed someone. Oh. Someone just going. I wouldn't worry about that.
1: Honestly, you know, when you're in a situation that is just going to continuously open a wound of trauma over and over again, that yeah. you act you, detached and mindless. Yeah. I think that I would do that in the arena. Like I don't think I would have the hardest time killing someone. Yeah. But I, I think it would be just out of pure trauma yeah I, you just it's it just means you survival. probably block
0: out a lot of it yes damn absolutely That's heavy yeah. this shit's messed up <laughs>
1: Well, that's the last conversation they have on the rights and wrong of morality because the next day she gets a uh, tracker injected into her arm so they know where she is. She's in the launch room. She's ready to go. Do you think
0: the anti-vaxxers just read the Hunger Games and were like, that's how shots work. You get a tracker injected in you.
1: I would not be surprised if they use this as a basis for their (laughs) arguments because they also thought that it was because Bill Gates was tracking them, which I feel like Bill Gates has more important things to do. Yeah, he's too busy Busy getting divorced. He doesn't need to check in on me and see I'm in the tub for four hours. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And if he
0: does, weird. Also, how
1: did he get
0: caught in this time loop? I this, don't know. Whatever this is. I, I think anti-vaxxers are just Mac people. Probably. <laughs> <False>, <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. Um, But, yeah, like, uh, she's in the hovercraft. Your final place is below the arena, and then they're going to shoot you up into... Mm-hmm what the terrain is this season it changes every single year uh and we also learned that all of the arenas are preserved for people to go tour them and do reenactments, which is
1: insane that's nuts it's fucked up i would hate to think that whatever is about to happen is being memorialized and
0: that also means there is 74 arenas just around for people to go hang out in it's That's not like it's
1: MTV's The Challenge. Yeah. I want to go see where The Challenge house is, and they won't let yeah. us. They won't let like, us. Aren't they going to run out
0: of space? Aren't they going to have to like tear you know, Hunger Games 13 down to make room for, like, Hunger Games 56's arena. They have to be running out of space.
1: Especially if you do it all in the same right? district. Like, where are they going to the, where Where are the games taking place? I want to know, Suzanne. Tell me. I don't know. But mm-hmm. before she goes, we have the moment where Cinna gives her the gold Mockingjay to wear, and then she is happy about this because it reminds her of her dad. She gets to keep a little bit of home with her because yeah. he always sang. And then she is up in the tubes and it's, it's terrifying. the 74th Hunger Games. And they have 60 seconds on their platform and all equally
0: spaced around the cornucopia. Um, oh, that's just overfilling with supplies, which is why it's so tempting. Yes. And it's just such a great image because, like, you can tell just the panic setting in of just, like, this is really happening. Mm-hmm. Where it feels like Katniss is only taking in just, like, basic surroundings and not forming cohesive thoughts
1: yes and i wrote down the description of kind of how the arena is laid out yeah and i'll read it um Thanks she's in me. it <laughs> you're welcome well i do take 10 pages of notes so <laughs> the she comes up in the tubes everyone is in a circle we've seen the movies it, it would be impossible if you haven't at this point point. and she says we're on a flat open stretch of ground a plain of hard-packed dirt behind the tributes across from her she can see nothing indicating a downward slope or even a cliff. And later on, we learn that this is a field full of very tall, sinister wheat and grass that some tributes take shelter in from other tributes. And then to her right is a lake, and this is really important because they often indicate getting to the lake later on because that's kind of the central meeting point for everyone. And then to her left in the back is all of the woods. Yeah. So big open field in a valley, basically. Yeah. Woods... Like water.
0: Eater. Like a little triangle. Like a
1: little, little, little fidget spinner. When you think about it, like that image, I have been cleaning my apartment all day and I found my fidget spinner. Oh my God. That what? I bought like years ago. Oh my God, you can start fidget spinning again. I know. I'll come back <laughs> with a lot of really cool tricks. That's going to be <laughs> I, what I bring into the Hunger Games. I, your fidget spinner, someone's trying to kill you and you're just like, look at this. And like, I can balance five on all five. And everyone's fingers. like,
0: brought, I, the person just like slits their own throat. They're like, I deserve to die. <laughs> um thank you but the thing that catches katniss's eye there's a bow and arrow just like right there on top of the cornucopia ready to be grabbed and she looks around to see where pita is he's like five people down from her and like she's like he can tell what i'm thinking because all he does is just shake his head at her like no do not and then the alarm sounds and it's off and she's kind of pissed
1: again at PETA. because i'm good that's pretty distracting i would get distracted But luckily on the ground, there's also within, obviously, the closer into the cornucopia, the better the gift. There's food, water, weapons, medicine, garments, fire starters. And she goes in about 20 yards and she gets a backpack. Yeah, she panics and she's mad at Peter because she's like,
0: I didn't have time to think of a strategy. But she sees a backpack. I'm going to go for it. It's close enough that I can
1: just grab it and go. She grabs it at the same time this boy from District 9 gets it, but... You know, lucky for her, he's he's KO in uh, two seconds. Unlucky for her, she is just showered
0: in his blood because he gets stabbed from behind while they're fighting for it.
1: But she gets the backpack and she's off into the woods. She also gets a knife with it. Added little perk that she wasn't expecting. Someone threw a knife at her that didn't hit her. So she's a lucky girl with a little weapon
0: now. I know. Good for Um, her. The only downside to this is her backpack is obviously bright orange, which is going to stick out like a sore thumb in the daytime. Yeah.
1: intermittently in the book, she tries to camouflage it with dirt and mud, but it's. Nothing's gonna stop. Yeah, but
0: this girl, as she is running into the woods and just trying to put distance between herself and literally anybody else, all we're hearing is just cannons oh. going off. And we find out that 11 people die during that initial thing, which is insane to think that's, like, half the people that are playing.
1: 11 dead, 13 left. Very scary. And she's she's kind of freaking out because now she's realizing she needs to find water. Twilight is coming. Yeah. And also, she needs to kind of set up shop and get some traps for food before she yeah. goes to bed. Rest for the day. Rest
0: for the day. So, at some point, she's like, I'm far enough. She sets a trap for the night she's obviously she's Katniss she's a smart girl she climbs up in a tree uses her belt from her wardrobe and straps her sleeping bag from her book bag into the tree and she's so she's can't move and she'll be there for the night so no one can like sneak
1: up on her the anthem goes off and indicates who's all dead and it's the girl from district three the boy from district four the boy from District Five, both six, seven, and nine, both tributes from those districts, yeah. and the boy from Eight, which we don't really give a fuck about. These are numbers. I don't know these people. No, Wait, at all. I, yeah, I think that's the point. We don't care about them. They're dead. Fuck, that's that, the point. Definitely really makes you think too, as yeah. a reader. Yeah. Ow.
0: Yeah. Is it me? Am I the problem?
1: Uh, <laughs> am I the drama? Um. But
0: something wakes Katniss up, and it's uh, a few little, you know, stick cracks, and she's like, "Oh no." Do I have to go down and fight someone? And no, she sees not too far from her. Someone is starting a fire in the middle of the woods at night. And she's like, this person is dumb because they're going to immediately get spotted. They're just giving away their hiding space. Um, And that's literally exactly what happens. We find out that uh, the group of the careers, they formed an alliance and they just immediately go slaughter this girl.
1: Yeah, but the cannon's kind of put off for a while, so either this girl's not dead yet, she's struggling, she's close to death, and they're asking the careers, they're like, why hasn't the cannon gone off? And the chapter ends with, we hear Pete's voice, and he is a part of the tribe now. Yeah,
0: and we also learn that he's very injured. <laughs>
1: He's like, I'll go back and finish her off. But he is not in good shape. His face is swollen with bruises. There's a bloody bandage on his arm. He's got his fucking hands. from Yeah, face, Katniss. exactly. He's already he's also walking with a little bit of
0: a limp. And Katniss is like, ooh. ooh, ooh. but Peter goes off to kill this girl again. And Katniss overhears this alliance in the tree, being like, stealth mode, activate, let me just listen to what's going on. And they're like, we basically learned that this alliance is only partnered with PETA so that they can get to Katniss and fucking murder her. And
1: I know what you guys might be wondering, because I was too. It's never actually explicitly said why he does this, but I was looking up, according to Reddit, PETA mentions in the Hunger Games, I don't know if this is... there or canon that he teamed up with them to get them away from Katniss. He knew she would be a target due to her high score and it was the best way for him to protect her. Which, I guess, I think, yeah, he I think he was trying to, like, confuse them on where she was. Because for a bit, I was like, he has all these bruises. Was he close to dying? And he was like, "Wait, wait, wait!" I'll, I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, I mean, that could have happened. That could have. You know, a part of me would be a really wonder
0: about like reading this exact story from Peta's point of view because oh, I, I think it would be just that. so interesting because it's just like we don't know his all his motivations because Katniss is our protagonist.
1: And the best part about how three dimensional and Katniss pisses me the fuck off, and I think it's probably because I project onto Peta up until genuinely the second to last page. A quote that I will read later on. Yeah, but. Unlike Stephanie Meyer, where she re-released *Midnight Sun* from Edward's person per, point of view, yeah. I would love to know what's like, going on with Peta, right? Because like it must be I don't so care about Edward.
0: weird, especially like when we see, we would have loved to see that conversation with him and his mom, where his mom says we're gonna yes. have a winner this year, and it's like she's a fighter. Like, oh, it would just be so cool to like see what Peta's life is like before and during these Hunger Games.
1: Oh, Suzanne, I if you're listening, do it. But we do learn something about Peta too. Peta is has been counting himself off this whole time as not a contender but we overhear one of the careers say about keeping him around that he's handy with that knife and we get a great quote from Katniss that says is he what an interesting thing I'm learning about my friend Peter today yeah. she's all sa- sarcastic and mean. yeah and I, how I dare dare he hide skills from her right
0: I'd be pissed I'd be
1: pissed and he's teaming up with the enemy yeah like bitch please how
0: dare we have to pretend to be in love Um, so the next couple of days or like, I guess next day or so, you know, it's her
1: just looking for water,
0: looking for water. She is dehydrated as fuck. Her pee is brown,
1: brown. And this girl, she
0: is just hoping that Haymitch gets her a sponsor gift because she's like, it's early on. He doesn't want me to die. Surely I know he'll be looking out for me. And then she starts to like, think about it. And she's like, no, I know. Hamish. he's smarter than that. He's sending me a message. I must be close to water.
1: She feels mud and eventually and she realizes that she's close to a stream and she starts drinking the water. And finally, she's getting a moment of peace. Career's on on her ass. She's just chilling out when all of a sudden a fucking wall of fire just starts. How could you imagine? (laughs) Could you imagine? You're already
0: stressed out. Here's the thing you weren't even picked to be in the Hunger Games. You volunteered just off of adrenaline. Now you're there. You're about to die dehydrated. Oh, thank God. You found some water. But, uh uh-oh, don't worry. Fourth element uh, introduced. I know. I've seen that, too. What is this? Uh, this Yeah.
1: Water. Earth. Fire. Yeah. And so just. She's like, my water is as brown and mousy as Reed Brennan's hair. (laughs) (laughs) And you're telling me. If the wall of fire isn't enough, the fire can shoot
0: fireballs. Oh, so yeah. So this girl is getting pelted.
1: She's getting pelted. She's trying to dodge them because the game makers have orchestrated this entire thing and they're like, you know what? We just want to see... We don't want to kill you. They, but we yeah, just they see just want... They want to cause some
0: drama and a lot of times we learn that they'll do this in order to push people together to start a fight.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we also learned that there are certain areas of the arena that are rigged for certain attacks. We don't see that as much yeah. in this one. We see it in the next one, but... That kind of sucks for her because this area that's rigged has burned some of her calf. Her leg yeah. is not in good condition. Yeah,
0: and so she's like hobbling around, trying to you know figure out what to do with it. She does look at it; it doesn't look too bad. Um, she keeps moving, kind of trying to you know start
1: setting up camp, but she runs into the careers. Yeah, she hears them. It's actually kind of funny because while she's soaking her calf in the pool, she hears them um coming, and she's like, "Well, fuck, I gotta find a tree," and she scrambles up the t- tree, and she somehow. 20 feet above them, which yeah. I that seems I could I don't know how to climb a tree and I never will know how to climb that tall. You, I, hey, you don't know that there's one day you could probably learn how to climb a tree that tall. Where Pete and Katniss, where you want me to believe in myself more, and I'm just like, I can't climb a tree, <laughs> I've a- given up on climbing trees. <laughs> my mom up-
0: said you would be a great tree climber. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, my mom said my mom said that Laura's resilient, <laughs> that Laura can climb trees. Um, but she's like hiding in there. And she knows she's high enough that like, these crews are big. They cannot climb a tree at all. And they try, and they just fall. She's
1: pretty confident because not only is she up there hiding from them, she's teasing them. She's asking it, hey, really? how's it going down yeah. there? And they are she's very- taking a page out of Peter's
0: book, being a little jokester. Um, so, but she, so she's too high, and it's just kind of like they're at a standstill. They're making camp at the uh, foot of the tree. Glimmer has her arrows. She's trying
1: to shoot at her, but she can't. Caddo can't get up there with her sword. They're gonna just call it a night. But at the same time, now she's at least 80 feet high, so when they start going after her, she just goes way higher. Yeah, and...
0: A little, uh, a little help, we find a ruse in the tree next door as like a little stealth mode. And Katniss is like, oh, this is how this girl got such a good score in her game makers because she's probably just been hanging out in the trees this entire time. Mm-hmm. And Rue points up above Katniss and there's a wasp nest. But we learned that it's not any just normal wasp nest. It's tracker jackers, which is another mutation um, that will kill you if you get stung by them too much because their, um, like, stingers cause you to hallucinate and yeah. then they just drive you crazy
1: and then you're too swollen up that you die. Yeah, apparently you can't tolerate more than a few stings. Most people die instantly. And even worse, I said, you reading this out loud. Oh, Later gross. on, when you take the stings out, green juice or pus, Puss. I don't Ugh. even know what green. Gross oozes out of that wound. It's high seed, you know, like you know, it was
0: just like green, like um, like yellow juice. You know how boxes. sometimes
1: you tap trees for syrup? Yeah, I'm just going around Glimmer's body and I'm tapping it for uh, green juice. Oh my That's god, such a give, gross. Me um. <laughs> give me that
0: Gatorade! Um,
1: give me that Gatorade. Um, but
0: Katniss, well, it's very smart. We know while well, the anthem plays before they, you know, turn in for the night and show the tributes on the in the sky. She starts
1: to cut down the wasp nest with the knife that she has. Yes. And this is not only a prime opportunity for the careers to not pick up on her, but the tracker jackers are also sedated from the fire that just took place. Yeah. And she gets a little bit far, but then kind of has uh, to get up.
0: God, she has like two cuts left and she's like, the anthem's over. They're going to hear me. Yes. So she's like, I'm going to do it in the morning. And she goes back to her camp and she's got her first
1: sponsor gift and it's
0: medicine for her burns.
1: Which thank God she has a plan. She's on the move, sort of, and yeah. now she's got medicine. Yeah, it's a pretty good day. Pretty Things good day. Things are looking
0: up. Things are looking up for Candace because that next morning wakes up before the careers goes and chops down that wasp nest. But they're awake now. They're awake now. Three sting her. So yeah, so she's not Oscar free, but she's able to get the wasp nest to land on
1: all the careers. And I this was one sort of thing that I thought might have been a plot hole because. It's great that they were sedated, but they know who will cut down their nest and they will just like track them until they die or something. Yeah. So I thought that these things were just going to track everyone on the ground since they thought that their west not wasp mess was associated with the careers and they yeah. kill them for her. Yeah. But all they do is they kill Glimmer, they sting her to death, and then District 4 is stung too to the point of dying, which she's gonna...
0: Yeah. And Sorry.
1: It's kind of implied that everyone, like, outruns the
0: bees. Maybe that's, like, a, a thing. It's very hard to outrun them, but it's possible. mm um, at least that's what I always thought. But who knows? Could just be a very big loophole in the in the system.
1: She starts running and starting to hallucinate a little bit. But then she realizes, oh, fuck, Glimmer has my weapon. I'm going to go back for yeah, it. Yeah, she has the bow. I have to go get it. And she, we don't know if she's
0: hallucinating or not because, like, she goes back to Glimmer and she just has blisters that are just massive boils all over her, like, skin. And she's like, this girl used to be so pretty and she just looks so deformed and gloppy right now yeah gloppy's my word it wasn't written canon in the book yeah i love it yeah but so like canis has to like move the bow off of her and
1: she's able to get the
0: bow but she um, is
1: she eventually pries the arrow and the bows out of her hands as pita comes crashing through the trees and he's like run run get the fuck out of here and she's like hallucinating being like what's going on but she runs yeah, she's really disoriented, she finds a place to collapse, and she wakes up in a shallow hole with all these old, like, dead leaves covered over her, head, yeah. her body, which, hey, I don't think I would have tried to even camouflage myself Honestly, at that point. Honestly, yeah,
0: it's, like, good for, it's, like, it's literally, like, the same thing as, like, when you get really, really drunk, and then you just wake up the next morning and you're like, yes, I took my makeup off. <laughs> yes, there's water next to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, I, I did that. it. Yeah, or, like, yeah, I said ibuprofen for myself, And but the disadvantage now She has no idea how long, how much time has passed.
1: She's thinking two days might have passed. And she's also, kill me, kind of thinking about Gail a little bit. But she's like, well, I'll put this behind us. I have a bow now. It's fine. Exactly. But she is able to run
0: into Rue in the next couple of pages. And they decide to form an alliance. And Rue also has a trick for helping her with these stings. Yeah,
1: she has these little leaves that... um, she puts over the wounds and it's good that she took the um the stings out yeah intuitively because otherwise she would have been in way worse shape yeah and she's like here i have some food that i've killed because i have been hunting while i've been also surviving
0: yeah and, and Rue's
1: starving yeah
0: they should yeah, has been just like surviving off like bark and berries and all of that so not enough to sustain yourself in the game so like we're just sharing. We learn a lot about district 11, that brews mm-hmm. the person that climbs the trees during the harvest because uh, she's so small that she can get up
1: that high and she'll let people know like when it's uh, done for the day because she can see the flag the moment it's raised. District 11 is agriculture and when I was reading this I had some questions that she really summed up here yeah. that though they tend to the crops they're not allowed to eat the crops. They're whipped in front of everyone. Yeah. Um, But they feed them a little bit extra during harvest when everyone has to work and doesn't go to school which kind of sucks. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like it's one of those things that I imagine if you're in any district you're like oh it must be better in this other district and and then he realizes in this moment the grass is not always greener on that other side. And I think
1: we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, yeah. And it's brought up later on at a point that it's not worth touching on really much. But Peta does bring up later on that he, though they make really expensive food, they can't afford it, yeah, either. So like, though they, they need to sell it. Though they're like in the town, town villagers, which I think is a step up from the seam yeah. in terms of class. They're they're just as. Almost more fucked than Katniss in terms of food. Yeah. Stale bread, no. Yeah. Fresh meat. That's illegally hunted. Yes. yes. Please. But I have been a vegetarian for like two weeks. So I mean, like, you know, I guess I would have to take the route (laughs) of pita. You poor stale bread baby. I know. It's sometimes it's really hard to wake up and know that I'm carrying the earth on my shoulder. Yeah. And if I eat a Big Mac, everyone will die. You're such a trailblazer. This is my Hunger Games, literally. Yeah, literally. literally.
0: <laughs> um, but also, you know, Katniss empties her book bag out in front of Rue and just says, here's everything I got. Like, I have this little plastic sheet. I have these weird-ass sunglasses. And Rue goes, no, bitch, those are night vision goggles. Those are so helpful. There's only three in the game because two... The
1: careers have two of them and you have the third? That's awesome. Katniss goes, wait a minute, how do you know what the careers have? And Rue tells her that the careers have all the supplies down by the lake and this is when Katniss... Starts turning her little wheels yeah. in her brain. And she realizes if they don't have supplies, they can't hunt. They are yeah. these privileged little 1% kids. Yeah. They don't know how to take care of themselves. No. So she's like, Rue, I have the best
0: idea. And after Rue's like filled her in, I'm like, here's everything they have. Here's who's left. Yada, yada, yada. is not with them now. We learned that from Rue. But they decide, they're like, we need to play smart and destroy their food supply. So and- they do
1: this Friday Night Lights way. They yeah. get up. They wheel in a whiteboard. And they draw up a football plan,
0: And they're like, oh, thank God we got a sponsor to gift us a whiteboard. (laughs) And these Expo markers. Um, But Rue's like, how are we going to do this? And Katniss is like, let's sleep. We'll figure it out. They share the sleeping bag, which is really cute. cute. Um, And then they wake up and they, like, talk about it. They have a plan to put into motion they're going to use the mocking jays because we learned those are the in the arena. They're going to sing songs to communicate. Mm-hmm. We learned that Rue is going to go light off fires to distract them, while Katniss is going to go to the source
1: and attack that food supply. The boy from District 3 is guarding the food, and it's 30 yards away from where the careers are camping out in the open. So they're pretty much near the cornucopia where the lake is to the right mm-hmm. and it's it's very suspicious that she cannot figure out why the boy from district three is there yeah until um Foxface, which is the girl that she is is from district five she has a name for comes and kind of does a little bit of a a little tap dance shuffle yeah to yeah. avoid whatever it is yeah. that is guarding this this whole yeah. heap of shit.
0: All the careers and the district three boys well, they all went off into the woods to investigate the fire that Rue has set off. And Katniss just watches as Foxface, you know, dances around, but then Foxface falls and like starts freaking out. Mm-hmm. But then like a moment passes and then she's like, Oh thank god, I'm good,
1: and she runs back off. And then Katniss, smart girl that she is, is like, that shit's booby-trapped. That shit's booby-trapped. So what the boy from District Three must have done since that district is like technology or I don't even yeah. know, remember. Um, he got rounded up all of the landmines earlier from if you stepped off the pedestal and you got blown up and he somehow re-did them? Yeah,
0: he, like, rewired the mines so they don't start the game early Mm -hmm. and reburied them so if anyone steps on them, they'll blow up. So, okay, I guess he does, you know, kind of have a have a point to being there. And Katniss is like, hmm, how am I going to get all the way over there to destroy the food supply mm-hmm. when I'm all the way over here and there's mines in between me? And she's like, oh, silly me, I have a bow and arrow. I'm going to try to hit that apple sack that I see and maybe they'll roll down... And set off some mines. And she does.
1: She gives herself three arrows to get it. She gets it on the third one. But and
0: sets off an explosion. Shit hits the fan. It was. It's not like, oh, a couple small explosions, food supply gone. She's blown back too. Which, how, cl- I've wondered how close is she to this heat? I, I know she's in like a hiding spot. Yeah. But I imagine like this, like, probably is like a big circle that's all mined. And when you set off one, it's a domino effect. Mm. So I imagine that like she was just close enough to get, like the pushback from
1: one because we know she didn't get hit and the this proves a problem for Katniss because she loses hearing in her left ear the entire rest of the book yeah yep stressful stressful as fuck more stressful the careers have come back she luckily is sort of laying down in a place that's shaded by a bush because the explosion really fucked her up yeah and she's at least hidden to the point that she's not worried yeah Cato comes back and
0: he's yeah, off. he's like, "Hey, District Three, what the fuck happened with your minds?" And he's like, "My, nah, I guess they got set off." And so he just kills him right then and there. He just breaks his
1: neck. Yeah. And now there's only eight of them left. And also, Pete is not doing that well because in this scene, we also realize that Cato cut him up pretty good. Yeah, he's like bragging
0: about it to these cur- like other careers, but the careers are like, "Katniss got to be close. We got to go hunt her." So they just like zip back off into the woods. Mm-hmm. And Katniss wakes up the next day, still no hearing. Um, Foxface playing smart again. She's taking the what's left over from the rubble uh, mm-hmm. since no one's washing it. Um, and then Katniss starts moving. She's like, I need to go find Rue and tell her, like, tell find her
1: and keep going. She returns to the meeting spot that Rue and her agreed on initially. She's washing the blood and shit out of her ears. She still can't hear. But Rue is not there. Yeah.
0: And Kenneth also goes over to the place where they have to set off the third fire and finds out that that never got lit. So she's getting a little worried.
1: Yes. She's kind of thinking that she might be stuck somewhere. So she's looking around. She's singing the tune to the birds, to the mocking jays, to find Rue so she, she can sing it back. She hears Rue's song. So she's like, oh, I
0: must be getting close. Yes. But then she starts hearing Rue calling out for her in a a panicked voice.
1: Yes. So she runs, obviously, towards the sound, and Rue is entangled in a net, and she goes to retrieve her from the mesh. And as Rue's arm is just poking out of the mesh, a spear just enters her body. Oh, so (laughs) sad. Yes.
0: I know. So sad. She just immediately gets hit with a spear. The District 1 guy is responsible for this. He's right there, and Katniss just doesn't even think just. Zips him with an arrow and he dies instantly.
1: Yeah. So Rue, really, uh, Katniss gets Rue down. Rue isn't dead just yet. She says she'll win for both of them, and Rue is like, "Please." And Rue is like, "Can you sing me to sleep?" Yeah. And so Katniss sings her a song,
0: and then she goes and collects a bunch of flowers and covers her with flowers. And she wants to do this as a, an act of defiance to say that like. I'm not just a player here, I'm a real person, and Rue's a real person
1: too. Because they're going they either have to show it on TV, which they're not going to, or when they come to collect her body, they'll have to show everyone what Katniss did, because obviously it's around her body. Yeah. And at the same time, a parachute floats down, and it's bred from District 11. And I, this is where I fucking lost her. Yeah. And we
0: learned that this isn't normal. Like, other districts don't gift other districts' gifts. Like, that's not a thing in the Hunger Games, but they say, do it as, like, a thank you so, so for her, for, like, a, like avenging Rue.
1: They're not gonna, like, televise this part either, but she addresses this guy, and she says, my thanks to the people of District 11. And now there's only six people yeah. left.
0: And, yeah, and so Katniss is on her own again, and this is kind of where she starts to acknowledge her kill count. She's like, God, I killed two people with the Tracker Jackers. I killed one person with my hands. Wow she's like, feeling it's very settling amazing. in. like yeah. I can imagine that's a very like just daunting thing. Um, and she's
1: setting up camp and then we hear um, an announcement. <gasps> yes, Claudius Temple Smith, announces over the speaker is that there's new rules and that two can survive this year if they're from the same district and she immediately yells out Peta. yeah and then that concludes the second part, part of the, the book. book but we're gonna
0: keep going y'all oh yeah we're gonna keep we're gonna we're keep going, going to. don't you
1: worry Cause this cause is the just... next day she has to figure out where Peta is and we are not gonna fucking leave you on that no we can't do
0: that she's on the freaking hunt and, and then after like you know a good 10 pages of her just searching she
1: finds him Oh yeah, she's got to consider where would a severely wounded boy stay, and it needs to be near water if he's gonna have survived. And not you've not heard of Canada. Luckily, she finds like some blood on
0: some rocks, and she's like, "There's my boy!" There's my boy. And she finds him; he is camouflaged as fuck, just like dying on the ground. Yeah,
1: she almost steps on him. Yeah, she finds a blood trail that gets him, gets her to him, and um poor dude's probably been there for like at least four days yeah
0: and you know she's like shit i'm gonna help you and Peter's like hey i have to tell you something really quick and she's like what what what's going on and he's like just remember we're in love so we can really like play that up right now you can just like kiss me whenever." and
1: she's like ha 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 but like also true um and so she yeah, starts trying... of him. yeah he so... probably has to have an inkling that or at least a little bit of an idea that she might not reciprocate yeah exactly which so, is so I
0: know because it's like again we know Peter plays a social game and she's probably not thinking social game right now she's oh, just no. thinking like I need to help this wounded boy like I don't care if we're in love like I'm not trying to be in love right now and he's like that's important though he's
1: she's not good despite being a cold-blooded killer of animals and i guess people know she's not good with the medical part of things that's prim no, and her mom. she but she does her best she's really um not comfortable with blood and we also
0: something Which sucks because he's been cut up high and he's yeah. left
1: like to the bone
0: i know and she's also really uncomfortable with nakedness and i feel like this is where we start to see like Katniss's vulnerability when it comes to like blood and also like nakedness and I realize um I realize this rereading it now because she talks about how nervous she was that she would have to be like a naked um person during that ceremony where they were going to dress her up and she was so uncomfortable with that idea and now she's so uncomfortable that she has to take Peeta's clothes off yeah so it's just like she's still a kid I feel like that's just such like a thing like She's a killer, but she's still, like, a very innocent person.
1: I know. It's like,
0: oh, this humanizes her so much. She had to
1: grow up so fast.
0: I know. But she's doing her best. She's, you know, doing as much as she can. They hide in a cave. She is like, God, what can I do? And then she realizes, oh, my God, Hamish again. He wants me to put on a show. I'm going to give Peter a kiss, and I know he'll give me a gift.
1: She's, yeah, she was trying to um like figure out his shit in the stream to clean him off. She put all of the leaves that Rue gave her onto him and some of the ointment medicine. But it's not it's not doing that great. And also yeah. he's having a really hard time eating food, which is indicating that he's he's gonna die. Yeah. And he uh is they decide to go in the stream and they stay in the cave and he's like once again in case I don't make it you can you can kiss me. And this is kind of her realizing Oh, maybe maybe I should. Maybe this is a way yeah, to Yeah, this is a way to get a gift. And they do that and
0: I forget what they get during that. Is it just They make the broth. They, they make, make the broth. broth. They get they get a soup and Katniss finally goes to sleep, but she is awoken up with just uh a feeling of something's amiss. Peeta's burning up.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a bummer cuz she figures out that he has a fever. Not only is he fucking radiating it, but her first kiss ever with Peeta. Yeah, which she says, you know, you'd think it would make an impression, but all it alerted me to was he has a fever. Um, Makes you realize that this is kind of a kiss of an obligation, sort of. Yeah. And I laughed so hard because I was reading about, I was trying to figure out if, I'm so deep on, does Josh Hutcherson realize that everyone hated him as PETA? And I read about their kiss and I really want to read it to you because yeah. I thought it was so funny. Because Josh Hutcherson hadn't had as many on-screen kisses as Jennifer Lawrence. So um, he's talking to her and said, Hutcherson, though, isn't disappointing, although the 21-year-old actor isn't quite as experienced as his counterpart. I haven't had any bad ones, Hutcherson said, telling Lawrence, you're my first real big kiss in a movie. Really, Lawrence responded? Oh, my God, was I gentle? To be frank, no. Hutcherson... (laughs) Hudson replied, It was a little abrasive if I'm being honest. Yeah. It was shocking. Oops. <laughs> and I was like, that's very funny. That's they kind of so funny. They talk the same way, but I also don't think Josh Hudson was obsessed with Jennifer. How but also how can you not be? She's yeah, very, very hot. hot. Yeah.
0: But uh we also find out, um, it's not like you go for PETA, he has blood poisoning.
1: Yeah. And he,
0: and Katniss is like, haha you're fine, buddy. And he's like, Katniss, I'm not an idiot. I know what blood poisoning looks like, and she's like, Oh no. So she's getting a little stressed out. She tells him a cute little story about how she got Prim's goat to kind of just distract him.
1: And I loved that scene because this is when I was like, see, you can truly tell that he, unlike her, like he is such a supplement to her emotionally and with his heart. Because at the end of that story, she is like, yeah, you know, I mean, the goat ended up paying for itself. And he's like, oh, of course, that's what you take from the story and not the fact that you made your sister happy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, but then after, like immediately after she tells this story, she starts to think about the people of District 12. She starts to think about Gail again. Um, And then she's like, I know he won't be shouting or cheering, but he'll be watching every single moment twist and turn and willing me to come home. I wonder if he's hoping that PETA makes it as well. Gail's not my boyfriend, but would he be if I opened that door? I know. And so it's just like, gosh, this entire experience with PETA, and she's never had a boyfriend, but like now she has to like kind of like think realistically of like what would that world look like? Cause like Gail obviously is a person that she does actively have a crush on, whether she admits it or not.
1: Yeah, this is where obviously Cadness's conflicted feelings comes yeah. to the surface. And but, she's really trying to understand how to be in love because yeah. she compares how her dad, act, or mom acted around her dad to, like, how PETA is. Yeah. how she feels towards PETA. But also, that's a deeper love. That's yeah, way later on. Yeah, exactly. Chill out.
0: Yeah, chill out. But she doesn't have time to think much more about all of this because there's an announcement that, um, that, from Claudius, that, hey, each of you left desperately needs something and we're putting that out in a backpack tomorrow morning at dawn. Get to it or, you know, deal without it. Up to you. And Katniss is like, I need to get that backpack and Peta's like literally don't leave like i don't want you to die you're just putting yourself out in the open katniss gets another sponsor gift
1: yes haymitch ends up sending her this severe sleep medicine bag from district 12 that she mixes into berries and gives to pita and is like oh i got i foraged berries a little bit farther downstream, and these are kind of like sugary, sugary, er, like sugar berries, berries, yeah, and so know.
0: Peter's like, okay, and then he's like, these taste weird, and she's like, oh, really, and then he's just out, and Katniss is off, ready to like travel through the night, get there by the morning, and just get her backpack and leave,
1: yes, so the next day, it's, it's done, the ground kind of opens near the cornucopia, and a table with a white cloth pops through the, the Sky ground. It reminds me of like those little
0: like toasters for like people on stages that will like jump out of them and like of like the middle of the stage. You know what I'm talking about? No,
1: but I someone does. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. (laughs)
0: Like, yeah, there's like things in like uh, like stages where it's like there's an apparatus that the stage will part in the middle. And somebody will be able to, like, bounce onto the oh, stage. Oh,
1: I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what exactly what I picture for this
1: table. There are four backpacks on it. There's two large black ones with a 2 and an 11 on it. Um, There's a medium one with a 5. And there's a small little orange one that you can literally put around your wrist. Yeah, That one is hers. That's the 12th. Yeah. And
0: she's, once again, like, looking at the backpack, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And Foxface... Bless her. I love her strategy. She just immediately runs, grabs it, zips off before anybody can do anything. I think
1: that's a really good technique. And I know that Katniss has a huge um, target on her back. But if no one's going to chase you if you don't take your someone else's bag... Yeah. ...and risk losing theirs, and... And you also don't know, like, what what is in these bags. It could be,
0: like, something that's preventing them from chasing you because then maybe they're really injured.
1: Yeah, but it's... She doesn't have a fucking time. Foxface went, Fox face, and now she's realizing, I'm, I have to be the next one to go.
0: Yeah, and so Candace, she's just like, I'm gonna, you know, Foxface 2.0, I'm gonna run. It backfires. A knife hits her, like, slashes her lightly across the face... And then, um, what's this girl's name? She gets tackled. Clove?
1: Tackled by Clove. She gets to the table. She locks her hand around it. And already, a one knife has come whizzing at her right side. Yeah, and- Close slams into her, knocks her on her back, pins her shoulders to the ground, and she starts asking her questions, like, where's Loverboy? Like a little action movie, and then she's like, I'm gonna cut off your lips, and it's just, like, graphic, like, damn! She's cut above her eyebrow, too, like, pretty deep, because the blood is just gushing into her eyes. Yeah. And And she brings up that she's going to kill her the same way she did her pathetic little ally, Rue. And Thresh comes out of
0: nowhere. We know Thresh is also from District Eleven with Rue, and he saves her. He kills Kato before she can kill Katniss, and then Thresh is about to kill Katniss, and you know he's like, "What, what did you say? Did you did you did you kill her?" Oh, it's, it's really so sweet. It's so yes. sweet. This is like
1: the only time we hear anything from Thresh. It was it was one of my favorite passages, yeah. and I do want to read. it Yeah, about, definitely. Um, But he's saying, what did she mean about Rue being your ally? And Katniss says, we teamed up, blew up the supplies. I tried to save her. I did, but he got there first. District 1, I say. Maybe if he knows I helped Rue, he won't choose some slow, sadistic end for me. And you killed him, he demands. Yes, I killed him and buried her in flowers, I say. And I sang her to sleep. Tears spring in my eyes. The tension, the fight goes out to me at the memory. And I'm overwhelmed by Rue and the pain in my head and my fear of Thresh. And the moaning of the dying girl a few feet away. To sleep, Thresh says gruffly, to death. I sang until she died. I say, your district sent me bread. My hand reaches up, but not for an arrow that I know I'll never reach, just to wipe my nose. Do it fast, okay, Thresh. Conflicting emotions cross Thresh's face. He lowers the rock and points at me, almost accusingly. Just this one time I let you go for the little girl. You and me were even then, no more ode. You understand?
0: And then Thresh, like the bad bitch that he is, takes his pack and then takes Kato's.
1: Oh, it's so... Kato's
0: aunt, yeah. And then we know Kato was, like, New York's cloak was, like, yelling out for him. But Thresh is just off into the side of the arena that we know nothing about the wheat side.
1: I do think, too, that this... I mean, this was one of my favorite parts of the books. And I don't really... I can't... I don't know why. I know. I don't know why. It's, it's just was written really, so well. It was a really endearing scene. And later on, when she goes back to talk to Peta, she's like, now we don't owe each other. And he... It doesn't really grasp it. He doesn't really understand. But when you're in a situation where you're struggling and fighting so hard. Yeah. do One act of kindness extended to you is just, you it don't be, see that. Yeah. no one gives a fuck about you. Exactly. Yeah. So she makes
0: it back to the cave. Gives Peter the medicine, passes out because she's exhausted. And the
1: next morning he wakes up, he's great. Yeah, he's like, Oh, thank God you left, but also maybe like, don't lie to me uh, ever again. Oh my God, I <laughs> loved that part. I read that out loud today because I was laughing so hard because he was like, Do not do that again. And she was like, Why? And he was like, No, no, because I know now in your head you think you're right because we're both alive. And she says, I am right. Yeah. And I was like,
0: God. Yeah, it's so funny. But then they have like their first conscious kiss finally. And, yeah. and, you know, Peter talks about, like, when he knew he had a crush on her. And this is when Katniss realizes, like, oh, he's not acting. I'm acting. He's not.
1: Which goes in and out. Because still towards the end, she's very confused about it. Yeah. But they get like, um, a feast. She realizes she's going to have to open up emotionally. And she brings that out. And it's actually very sweet. He realized he had a crush on her um, the moment he saw her. And mostly when she sang. Because... His dad loved her mom, and her mom left his dad for her dad, because her dad had a beautiful voice. And here again, it's the same as when Peter brought up, you made your sister happy, is where I'm like, see he gets to the heart of her things because she is such a fucking wall and cannot be emotional. I mean,
0: yeah. But it's like, I don't blame her for being a wall. She's had a very hard life.
1: But, you know, they got goat cheese yeah, for this. Yeah, they so. get a whole little yum, picnic yum, yum. basket
0: of yummies for, you know, doing their kiss and having their little heart-to-heart. You know, and then they have, like, a cute little back-and-forth, like, kind of just wondering how Mitch won. And then they also hear the canon. And yeah. at night, they realize Thresh has died. And now it's just three people
1: left. Yeah, there's only well, no there's oh four no sorry there. there's four yet left. I skipped ahead. And it's been about two weeks at this point in the arena. So they go out hunting, and Peta is That's not helpful. Not, not helpful. He's, he's just clomping around on his like
0: injured leg. So she's
1: like, Peta, go look for food. Yeah, go look for berries. And he goes to look for berries when the cannon goes off, and the Cadness is freaking out because Peta's not around. Yeah. Yeah and she's like this is Rue, another Rue 2.0 moment. She's like running
0: back trying to find him and he just like comes back being like what what's going on?
1: <laughs> My little himbo baby. Yeah and she's like slaps the berries out of her hand. She's like, that's nightlock. Yeah. And then she yeah. puts it together that, oh, wait. Foxface was following you, and she ate yeah, the berries. Yeah, because Foxface has died at this point. We should say that. Yes, that <laughs> is what the cannon. Yeah, was. Yeah, Foxface...
0: Uh, yeah, there's a cannon while she's running back, and she's like, "Peter's dead, and it's Foxface getting lifted out. She's very close, and they realize Foxface was following them to steal, because Foxface is a little sneaky fox, and she steals things. Yes. But she ate the berries, and she
1: died. So now there's three people left. And now... The stakes are high. Stakes they are wake high. up. The streams are dry. Everything is just so fucking yeah. hot. And they realize they're pushing them yeah, towards the, ga- the, the lake. The
0: gamekeepers are pushing them to finish the Hunger Games.
1: So they go towards the lake and everything is off. The Mockingjays are kind of playing an eerie cry for help. Caddo is running towards them.
0: Yeah. And they're like ready to fight and they're like, no, he's not running towards them. He's running away from something. Yeah,
1: Katniss flings an arrow at him. And this is even worse, too, because it bounces off his chest. So in his bag is what I assume was armor. Yeah. And I kind of pictured this in my head as, you know, the scene in Get Out where it's, like, really dark and the grandpa is just running yeah, straight. And you're like, ah, and then runs that way. That's what I imagined is doing. And
0: what's following him, we soon see, are another string of mutations or mutts, and they're just a bunch of um, just big dogs, like wolves. Big dogs. So they can walk on two legs.
1: They see cattle running, and they start turning, because they need to get to higher ground, and that is the cornucopia. Yeah, they all barrel on top of the cornucopia. PETA is falling behind a bit, because he has a bad leg, and she yeah. shoots an arrow at the one that's closest to him and kills him, but it sort of lashes out in its death, and has four-inch-long nails, which is what I assume cuts PETA's leg, because he's not in good condition when no. he gets up there. And then the three of them
0: are just, like, up there. Nothing happens immediately. But then Katniss, like, looks at these mutts that are, like, clawing at the pormacopia. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, like, so terrified because she realizes they have such human eyes. And then And then she sees that there's a collar on each of them, and they each have a number... And then she realizes these mutts are representing the tributes that have died in the Hunger Games.
1: Yes. This is another section I was going to be like, I got to read because I remember reading, they left this out of the movies. And that's when I was like, yeah, because these books were genuinely so sinister to read. They put their snouts on the horn, sniffing and tasting the metal, scraping paws over the surface, and then making high-pitched yipping sounds to one another. This must be how they communicate, but because the pack backs up as if to make room. Then one of them, a good-sized mutt with silky waves of blonde fur, takes a running start and leaps into the horn. Its back legs must be incredibly powerful because it lands a mere ten feet below us, its pink lips pulled back in a snarl. For a moment, it hangs there, and in that moment, I realize what unsettles me about the mutts. The green eyes glowering at me, unlike any dog or wolf, any canine I've ever seen, they are unmistakably human. And that realization has barely registered when I notice the collar with the number one inlaid with jewels, and the whole horrible thing hits me. The blonde hair, the green eye is the number. It's glitter. Not only that, but they have the same fur color as their hair. Yeah. Oh, oh. chilling. And
0: we're never, it's never confirmed that like they use their actual eyes to make the mutts. It's just like a, they could have.
1: Which is like haunting. That's haunting because it's just like, we don't know. They emulate the same size as them too because yeah. while they're up there, Thresh is the one that is closest to them because he was the tallest. Yeah, he's the biggest one.
0: And so this is like a moment of panic over. Cato's like, fuck this. I'm going to finish it. Grabs Peta and is like, I'm going to kill this guy now. If you shoot me, I kill him. Like yada, yada yada. So they're at a standoff.
1: And Peta is indicating that she should shoot his hand by drawing an X over it with his free hand. Yeah. And she does. And Cato lets go. And this is truly where the book is so vicious as opposed to the Sh- movie Graphic. You expect the cannon to go off. And it does pretty fast yeah. because Katniss in the movies has a chance to shoot him, but he is torn away from them, pulled into the cornucopia by the mutts, so they can't even see him. Yeah,
0: all they just hear is the sound of him just, like, getting attacked. The and, like, whole fucking night. For hours. Like, could you imagine? And then it's just, like, it's they're just waiting for the cannon to go off, and he's just still alive. And you can just hear his, like, moaning and his whining and his whimpering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hours pass, and Katniss is, like, trying to keep Peeta awake. But then finally, she's like, "I need to stop this. I think I can get close enough to just like
1: shoot him." So she takes the arrow that she has used for a tourniquet for Peta's leg because it's really bad, and she's hanging over the mouth of the cornucopia with Peta holding on to her. And when she kills Cato, uh, she says, "It's pity. It's pity, not vengeance."
0: Yeah, does he? Doesn't he like whimper, please?
1: Like, um yes. Yeah,
0: he like whimpers for her to like just please kill him cuz he's just so tortured at this point. Um and then the cannon goes off and he's dead. But here's the twist. Um, he comes back, the Caesar Flickman comes back, and it's another announcement. Uh-oh, everybody, we goofed. Sorry. Big goof hours over here. Two
1: people can't win anymore. Sorry. Have fun. Do it Big goof out. hours. Yeah. Claudia Templesmith, um, is like, JK, uh, there can only be one. And Katniss at this time thinks that she hears Peeta drawing his knife, but he's really just washing it in the lake because they've moved away from the body. Yeah. And she draws her, her bow without yeah. even really thinking. And he's like, no, this makes sense. Do it. Because yeah. I, I can't live without you. And she's like, I can't let you die. And he's like, I but I can't live without... I don't think you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I can't live without you. Yeah,
0: because again, we know Peta really likes Katniss. And Katniss is indifferent.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, the And Katniss feels bad. Feels bad. She's like, but you Katniss can't die. overridden with guilt. And he's like, but my life has no meaning without you. And she's like, but, but then I feel bad. That. Yeah, and so Katniss just,
0: uh, as an act of defiance, realizes she still has some Nightlock berries on her, and they each take a handful, and they're like, "Fine, we both die." And
1: Claudius Temple Smith or the speakers, oh wait 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 stop stop, stop 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 never mind I give you the two tributes of District Tall. Yeah, you guys move on. Congratulations, they Happy Hunger Games. They get they get airlifted in the hovercraft. She's freaking out because the doctors are taking Peeta away to tend to his leg. Yeah, she's banging on the glass. She's like, "I'm yeah. in a Peeta!" But then she wakes up in the hospital, and she's you know she's. She's hungry for she's, some peanuts. She's
0: she's <laughs> not though. Um, she's like all better. Her skin is you know shiny. She looks good. Her hearing is back, and she's just kind of now in a hopeful moment of like I'm gonna return home. They also got rid of every scar she's ever had, which is yeah.
1: pretty fucking dope.
0: It's pretty fucking dope. Um, and she learns that they have to reunite live.
1: So she can't see Peta, but they, like, they keep reassuring her he's good, he's good. They, she goes to get polished up by Cinna, and he gives her a very simple yellow dress that makes her look much younger and more innocent than she is. Yeah. And I really, really loved this moment because, I mean, obviously he's been rebelling in different ways, but this yeah. is truly when it drives the nail in the coffin and shows you just how for rebellion to happen, there's so many people have to come together at the right moment. Yeah. And this is it. Yeah, but they also really have to make sure that they are okay and safe because at the same time the Capitol is after them. Haymitch is like, "Hey, can I hug you before you go on stage?" And he whispers in your ears that they're fucking pissed.
0: Yeah, and Katniss like it's so funny because like I don't think Katniss has been acting in a way. It's like, oh, I'm I'm rebelling against the Capitol. I think Katniss has really been like, I just want to live, and yes. I don't want to want people to die. And now Katniss, we're realizing, is getting pulled into a bigger
1: narrative than she was ever aware of. Hamish is like, if you want to stay alive, you got to sell this. You got to act like you were so in love, you couldn't help this. And and she's like, did you tell PETA? And he's like, PETA's already there. And he's like, she's like, what does that mean? He's in love with you, bitch. What does it mean? (laughs) She's like, but what are we? Uh, He's just, we're just friends. Um,
0: uh, but then they have the ceremony, they do the reuniting, you know, she's really happy to see him. They start
1: making out They on start stage. making out. And
0: Caesar's like... <clears throat> in this, <clears throat> this ceremony, they have to watch three hours of the highlights of the Hunger Games.
1: Luckily, most of it is is kind of following their love story, but it does also show all of the bloodshed and the moment with Rue, and that sucks.
0: Yeah, it's not a fun time at all. We also learn that Peeta has a brand new leg, which I completely forgot about.
1: Yeah, they um they also get crowned during this, and President Snow comes on stage to crown them with one crown, very ominously, and then yeah. breaks it in half. And he's really glaring at Katniss because yeah. Katniss was kind of the one to spearhead the idea of taking the berries. Yeah. And later that night, the victory banquet. Things are still tense, but they go to inter. They go to sleep because they have their outgoing interviews for the next day. Yeah. And Cedar, Caesar gets pretty into it. Because we know everything about PETA, but we don't know a lot about Katniss. And he's like, so when did you realize that you loved PETA? Yeah. and a- Awkward! Gives her, gives her thank God. This guy must also know that like his job is a little bit on the line. Because it's yeah. not even for protection of these kids. It's protection of yourself at that point. Yeah. It doesn't matter e- what yeah. happens. Your ass is on the line, too. Yeah. And he's like, well, for me, it was when you were in that tree calling his name. Yep, that was it. That was the one. She's like ding ding ding. That's also when
0: I realized I was in love with him. Yes. Um, but yeah, they they nail these interviews, and they, then
1: it's the train ride home. They get off. Hamish hey, is like, great job, you two. Just keep it up in the districts. And this is when Peta is finally like, oh. Yeah, Peta
0: finally realizes like now that they're alone, like Katniss isn't giving treating Peta the same. No. Katniss isn't, like, uh, like, isn't even, like, pretending anymore. Because Katniss is just kind of aware, like, we're not around people. We're not in front of the cameras. I don't feel this way. And Pito realizes, like, oh, she really has just been pretending this whole time.
1: Yes. He's, he's like, pissed. so was that all an act for the games? And she's like, not all of it. And he's just like, okay, well, then what do we do now? And, you know, Katniss drives me crazy. And I know that she is young. And this is way out of her control. But yeah. I did not feel... Much emotion for her until the paragraph that says, I want to tell him that he's not being fair, that we were strangers, that I did what it took to stay alive to keep us both alive in the arena, that I can't explain how things are with Gail because I don't know myself, that it's no good loving me because I'm never going to get married anyway, and he'd just end up hating me later instead of sooner, that if I do have feelings for him, it doesn't matter because I'll never be able to afford the kind of love that leads to a family, to children, and how can he, how can he, after everything we've just been through? I also want to tell him how much I already miss him, but that wouldn't be fair on my part.
0: Yeah, because, like, I think in Candace's eyes, she's like, this is the only person who knows exactly what happened and what we went through.
1: Yes. And so she has
0: that sort of, like, love for PETA, but it's not a romantic love.
1: You said earlier, too, it's like a little bit of trauma bonding.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely, because it's like, I talked about this with my boyfriend a lot, too, and we'll probably get into this more as we read these books and, like, keep going back, Kale versus PETA. Oh, for sure, but he had a really great point because he's like, well, Gail is like a romantic love. It's someone that she's familiar with, they've grown up with, they've had so much time. But PETA becomes a partnership love where it's like maybe yeah. she's not passionate and romantic with him. But she does love him, just not in a way of like a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, even mm. though that's what they become. It's more of a, we're partners. Yeah. And, but I don't think she's ever going to be in love with PETA. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if she'll be, ever be in love with Gail.
1: That I don't know if true. she can be in love
0: with anybody.
1: She and sure as shit we'll never know because now yeah, her life is fucked forever. Yeah,
0: so and that's where we <laughs> leave off on this book. Peta's pissed. They're going back to District Twelve.
1: They're going back.
0: What's going to happen next? You're going to have to find out next week is what we're going to say to that.
1: And I'm going to have to figure out whenever my library gets the book in. Because, God damn it, I had the hardest time finding Catching Fire. I have all the books but That's that weird. one. That's weird.
0: Maybe you could just go buy it.
1: I went, well, I don't want to get it new. And I went to a ton of, like, resale. It was so funny. I went to four different resale stores. Wow. Like, secondhand shops. Each had two copies of The Hunger Games, two copies of Mockingjay. No catching fire.
0: Catching fire is like the best book though. It's so yes. good. It's I'm my so favorite. Excited. I'm so excited. Oh dang! We didn't do a top five for this one. That's okay. Um. Okay. will let's think about a good out
1: question. Um. Fun. Fun. Uh, um. What would be your strategy in the arena? My strategy in the arena. Jesus Christ. Um. Well, you know, I don't. It's hard because now. Okay, I'll try to go off now because I like to think in these games I would be. I wouldn't be a career, but I would be like anticipating this for those six years and being in shape enough to have an actual technique. Yeah. My technique right now would be hiding.
0: Yeah. Or
1: I think, why not go for it? I'm going to die anyways. I would be pretty defeatist.
0: I I would do Fox Faces strategy where Mm. it's just like, I'm going to be a little whisper in the night, prancing around, kind of making like, Sure, no one pays attention to me. That mm-hmm. I would want to fly under the fucking radar, let everybody else do the murders, and, like, I would want to just get, like, the last kill and be like, cool, one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do not think I would win, so I no, think I No, I don't would. think I would win either. I think I would suicide mission it and just go in the cornucopia. <gasps> I would just jump in the lake and go swim. <laughs> Yeah, I would try to drown myself and then someone would find me and be like, uh the they, same. they keep emptying
0: the lake because you keep trying to drown yourself.
1: <laughs> every morning, every night I try to drown myself and I go to sleep face down in the lake and every morning I wake up at the bottom of the lake and I'm like, god damn it.
0: That's so funny. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, that's this has been a great
0: episode. I'm so excited for next week. Me too. Um, thank you all for listening as always. Make sure you're following us at Maggie and Laura on Instagram. Watch our web series, see you in hell. Um, we're on the Audiomint Podcast Network. I think that's everything we needed to say. Yeah.
1: Yay, so we too. did it. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. You were just listening to an Audiomint podcast.